Hey everybody, Josh Sheridan here with the Barely Legal Podcast. Today on our show, we have Bruce Denson. He is a giant in Pinellas County in the criminal defense field. He is a throwback to attorneys uh, from the days of yore. He's a true gentleman and a scholar, and I don't just say that lightly. Uh, and he's been nice enough to come by today and uh, talk to us about uh, the book that he wrote, some uh, exciting things that he's doing on social media, his practice over in Pinellas County, his experiences so far, and kind of what the future holds for him. Hey, Bruce, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for coming over. You decided to come over during rush hour from Pinellas to Tampa. That's a yeah, I made it easy on myself. It's a it's a high honor for me. I, I feel uh, blessed. Glad to be here. Did you have court today? I had uh, South County with our new judge, Judge Berlin, who was doing a nice job up there. A little little slow, but he'll he'll learn the ropes. He was he did a great job today. And then uh, I had North County this afternoon. North County's still at a separate separate courthouse, isn't still it? Still a separate courthouse up on US 19. So Judge Bettinghouse likes it up there, and it she's, seems to work pretty good. So. She's set up shop up. She's kind of becoming uh, the Overton of North she, County. She is. She has become the Overton of North County, but she runs it nice and, and runs it smoothly. So I don't mind going up there. Now, what's the name of the South County judge again? Uh, Berlin, Judge Berlin. Brand, I've never heard of this person. Yeah, brand new judge. Uh, just got out of judicial school, and I understand he did well over there. Got high marks from folks. What did he do before that? He was in the, the JAG. Uh, he was a JAG prosecutor, and then he uh, was at a civil law firm for a number. So of no years. criminal background, no, no traffic criminal background. background. And they throw him in the highest volume division. Uh, he's going to learn fast. Well, that's interesting. Well, here in Tampa, what I find is the new judges always get family law, and yeah. And uh, God, you're swimming with the wolves at that point. It's trial by fire. Right, uh, right. It, yeah, the high, it's a high volume division. He'll, but I could tell he's a sharp guy. He'll, he'll learn quick. And well, keep it moving, so. I liked Reba. Where did they move Reba to? Unified Family Court. Oh, really? So, yeah, he'd had enough traffic. I understand. So he's so. still in 49th Street. He's just doing the dependency yeah. and the family law That's and all that what stuff. I understand. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's let's kind of go back to the beginning. Uh, where are you from originally? All right, so uh, I'm from Ocala. Oh, really? So you are a Florida boy? Yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in Ocala, and my dad was born in Ocala. So uh, long, long roots in uh, Central Florida, and then uh, I'd, I'd like my origin story to be like Andrew's, but uh, I don't have that much death metal in my in my background. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're rock and roll. You got it in you. We'll get yeah, there. We'll yeah, talk about uh, paddle boarding and all the all other right, cool stuff. All right, yeah, because I could, you know, I did, I did start a band in, yeah. in high school, and it progressed from there. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, so grew up in in Central Florida, Ocala, then uh, up to University of Florida, and uh, and then down to Stetson for law school, and married a local girl, and never. Never left. So. Were you an only child, or did you have siblings? No, I've got siblings. I've got a brother and sister. Um, my my dad's a lawyer, and my oh, he is. Yeah, and both my siblings are attorneys. Are so, really? Yeah, yeah. So. Interesting. So, what type of law did he practice? Uh, well, back at that time, everybody was kind every of a general practice. They call it threshold. If they cross the threshold, yeah, you do it. Yeah. yeah. He, he did a lot of criminal defense, though, um, and then. And then he got into real estate, and in Ocala, you couldn't make a mistake in real estate. So, so he stayed in Marion County. He stayed in Marion County. Have you had the opportunity to go up to Marion County in your practice? Yeah, yeah. I was just there this week. In fact, it's pretty fun to go because... Fun, you know, fun's an interesting word for Marion County. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's interesting. <laughs> well, it's it's pretty cool because on the third floor there, they have a picture of the of the Marion County Bar in 1966. Yeah. 
and it's three guys. Yeah, and your dad's one of them. Yeah, guys, and my dad's one of them, and uh, yeah, and 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 some and a lot of the judges I went to high school with, so that, that's nice. I had a DUI in Marion County five six years ago, my first case up there, and uh, the judge was a former prosecutor, and this guy, I remember, he was doing this thing where if you walked away from the podium without asking for permission. He would light you up in court, and that was my. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, no, but that that doesn't surprise me. Well, and so the funny thing about it was, and I and I hadn't recalled this, but I'm going to be all over the place. So my wife and I got married in 2005, and our honeymoon we decided to go to St. Lucia, which I don't know if you remember Allison Ridenour. She yeah, yeah. she had gone to St. Lucia for her honeymoon, so we were trying to figure out where to go. We went there, and it ended up being like a, the storm of the century in right. St. Lucia. So we spent our entire time in the room and I was a prosecutor at that point, turn on the TV and there's Joe Hobson. Yeah. I'm in a different, <laughs> I'm in a different world and Joe Hobson's on the TV. It's the Eileen Warnos yeah. case. Yeah. It was a documentary about, you know, the movie so, monster Eileen Warnos and the prosecutor in that case is the judge that I'm talking oh, okay. about Marion County. Okay. All right. And cause I guess she killed one of the guys or dumped one of the guys, guys up that way. Right. So one of the cases was there and, yeah. Uh, anyway, but Marion County, I, I, I have a couple up there now, but yeah, not it's, fun it's for me. Different. You, you appear that first court date and they give you a trial date. And, oh, they uh, set your first five you, dates without yeah, any discretion. Yeah. And I feel like you get home teamed a lot, but maybe, I don't know, do they recognize the Denson name up there? Uh, well, a little bit. Yeah. 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 That's good. Come with a little advantage. In fact, when, when I was a prosecutor in Pinellas, uh, they assigned me and judge, well, it was Mike Andrews, the prosecutor at the time, now judge Andrews. He and I went up to Ocala as special prosecutors to prosecute a DUI. Oh, really? So uh, that was kind of fun. God, a trial with Mike Andrews as a prosecutor had to be amazing. Yeah, was, yeah, he's he's a good attorney. Mike Andrews and Peter Ramsberger and then Hank Andringa. Yes. When when they are on your side, it's the best day ever. When yes. they when they when, yeah. when they are not on your side, it's a yeah, you got to yeah. bury your head in the sand. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so what are your brothers? What type of law do they practice? Uh, my brother does. Uh, he's at a big firm, Nelson Mullins, and has a big uh, real estate practice. Is he in there. Ocala? He's in Atlanta. My siblings oh, okay. are both in Atlanta. Oh, okay. And then uh, my sister uh, does not practice. Uh, she okay. She picked a good husband. And, she won. She yeah. somehow got out yes. the other side of the yeah. uh, gauntlet. Yeah. Um, so uh, did you go right out of law school as a, into a state attorney's office, or did you? I did. I did the uh, I did the clinic program at Stetson. Mm -hmm. um, I jumped on, like, any trial that moved. I ended up trying eight cases while a clinic student. We won all eight of those, and then they, so they hired me, and, and then I lost the first four once they started. What years was this that you were at the state? Uh, 94 to 98. So was that Russell? No, right after Russell. So Bernie just Bernie was coming was in. Chief. Yeah, he was spry and <laughs> running, running yeah. every morning, and you know, picture I, of fitness. Yeah, I, I always say I, I I talked to Bernie twice while I was a prosecutor. When you started and when you left. One once when I left. Yeah. And the other, there was a fire alarm going off, <laughs> and my office and Flip Coleman, Judge Coleman's office, were between. Um, Bernie's office in the door. So we're, we're sitting in there shining our shoes and we're saying, well, we'll just wait till the official fire alarm walks by. Right. And Bernie comes walking by and uh, looks in at us uh, shining our shoes and just says, 
get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my two conversations yeah, with yeah. Bernie while I was working. That's there. pretty much every interaction that <laughs> yeah. I've had. With, I which, think he told me great. that, but he just meant in general, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. this is not the place for right, you. Yeah, so I, I kept I kept my head down and, while I was there. Now, when you left, were you did you uh, rise above just a division attorney? Were you a LTA in felony, or did you do any division any of that kind of stuff? No, I, yeah, no, just division attorney in uh, in felony where I peaked out at. And then did you leave there and go right out on your own or did you work for somebody else? No, I went to work for uh, Kent Whittemore. Uh, I know the name, but yeah, I... Yeah, long-time attorney. His brother's a federal judge over here. And, okay. Um, so a lot of Whittemore attorneys around. But uh, went, went to work uh, for him and uh, practiced with him about eight years and then started... Oh, so you practice. did eight years with somebody else? Yeah, something around there. Maybe, maybe not quite that long, um, but... Something like that. Was it purely criminal defense, or did you? No, it was um, a lot of uh, some civil litigation. Um, I started doing cigarette litigation. Uh, like ordinance stuff, or no, no. Uh, oh, like tobacco. Yeah, tobacco. Oh, okay. Cigarette companies. Um, oh, wow. So I started started that over there. Um, a, a guy named Howard Acosta was looking for help on tobacco cases, and Kent said, "Go help Howard," and and yeah. Then I was then I was up to my ears in it. Um, Did you get any trial work on any oh, of that yeah, stuff? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, we were the first attorneys to uh, collect verdicts against um, Philip Morris and R.J. Reynolds. Isn't that how like Yared and all these other guys like made their mint? Yeah, that. But they on, on behalf of the state. Sure. Yeah, we we were the first on individual plaintiffs in the country to collect against both insurance, against both of those tobacco companies. Wow. Yeah. And then when you went out on your own. Um, so the idea was, uh, we had just finished a tobacco trial. I was done with tobacco. I'm like, I want to just go do crime. I'm done with this. Right. And uh, in order to do that, I was going to have to just leave that uh, Whittemore Denson law firm, it was called at the time. So I started my own practice um, just to do crime. And then, and then that was about the time the Engel decision came out, the big tobacco decision. Right. And... Back when Howard and I were doing it, we were the only guys in the state suing the tobacco companies. Right. There was like one other Jacksonville firm. So when we'd have a trial, you know, R.J. Reynolds would, would rent out a whole floor of the Vinoy, bring down the A-team from Atlanta. Half the rooms would be offices. Half they'd sleep in. They had three teams of paralegals working eight-hour, you know, shifts. And it was crazy. Um, God, it reminds me of like a... What's the one with Paul Newman where he's the verdict or whatever? Yeah. So, you know, he's like sleeping off last night's drunk in his office and he's going up against the establishment. What, yeah. Did you feel yeah. outmatched? It was, oh, you know, it was David versus Goliath the whole way. You know, every, every, I'd never seen, we'd never seen Blackberry. This is how old it was. There was no Blackberries back then. These guys had the first Blackberry. This was 96, 95? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you'd come back, uh, you know, an issue would come up in court and you'd see them over there with their thumbs and you're like, what is that? You know, and then they'd come back with a 20 page brief on it after lunch and you're just like, oh, geez, please, you know, this will never stop. Yeah. Um, but uh, so once Engel came out, then Morgan and Morgan and Levin Papantonio and some of these bigger firms were getting in. And I'm like, ah, these guys don't get in unless there's money in. Yeah. It. And 
Did you do do, do okay so, so, off of so it? So we're doing one more round. It's it's been fine. It's been good. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been great. So. It was more wasn't it Morgan Colling and Gilbert back then? It was, it was. Uh, now, and Colling and Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> so, they, they do their own med mal thing. To, now I understand. But, different path. Yeah. So uh, then you left and said, "I'm just doing crime." Just doing crime. And yeah, that was ninety seven, yeah. ninety eight. Yeah, something around there. And yeah. how did you find uh, it? starting at that time I, I i started i went out on my own in 2005 yeah so it was the gold rush for about two years before the market took a yeah you know yeah now they think about it. so i think i left i think i left kent's office in, in about 2005 i think the same so yeah it's two two years were great and then um yeah and then about 2008 i was like what am I yeah, doing? I got some time on my hands, you know, and, and some soul searching to do. Especially and, in crime, because yeah. you know you got the public defender and you got regional counsel and you got yeah. what's conflict counsel, and it's like they have a free option. How do you compete with free? Yeah, you think you think crime is recession proof, but it's not. Um, they said family was recession, and it got to the point where people were so broke, it's like we can't afford to move out. Yeah, we're just gonna yeah. have to hate each other for yeah. five or six more years until it rebounds. Yeah, but I, I will say. You know, it really, you know, it, things slowed down, so it gave me a chance to look at my practice and say, what what do I enjoy doing in the practice of law? And it was criminal defense and, and helping people with addiction issues. And so I said, you know, how, how can I do more of that? You know, let's let's do more of that. So, uh, so, and it just so happened about that time I was getting into paddle boarding. And I said, well, let's, um, let's, let's go to these halfway houses and these rehab places and take these guys out paddle boarding, you know, That's so and, awesome. and, uh, and see what happens. And, and I matched up with some great people to do that. And the first time I did it, I, I knew I was on to something, you know, how you kind of have those little lightning moments. You For know? sure. Yeah. And, uh, and it was cool. It was good. I'm like, all right, I got, I, you know, I need to do more of this. You know, this is, well, I, I, that's, that's a whole topic that I actually want to spend some yeah, time on yeah. with you. Um, but, uh, so so paddleboarding. How how is it that you got introduced to that? Being a guy from landlocked Ocala. Yeah, yeah. I was always into water sports. You really, know, grew up water skiing. And, yeah. and all that stuff. Um, and uh, when I when I saw paddleboarding, I knew it was the sport for me. I, I don't know how, but I just I could tell by looking at it that it'd be cool. Well, it's it, it, in my kind of estimation, it kind of occupies a unique territory that's kind of a crossroads of sport, art, mental, you know, uh, exercise, you know, like oh, yeah. yoga yeah, or uh, yeah. Tai Chi or some of these other things that, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's arduous, but not in a traditional way. Yeah. You, you can get a workout. You can, you can relax with it. It, uh, the, you know, it involves balance, which, uh, you know, the core strength, which is amazing core strength. Yeah. And, and it occupies when you're doing it, it occupies enough of your brain to just drive everything else out. When yeah. you're doing it, that's what you're doing. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so, it, it, uh, yeah, so, so, I love it. so where is it right now as far as helping the people out that are getting up? Yeah. So, so I took, uh, so I, after that first outing, I knew I was on to something, um, I said, I thought, well, let's let's start a nonprofit. So I, I formed a nonprofit called Paddle Addict, and started taking some more groups out. And I said, well, now I got to fund this thing. Now that I got that, so I started putting on some paddle races. Because I've seen that on social media yeah. that you've done that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I started putting on some paddleboard races. To fund, the intention was to fund a nonprofit, 
and it, it has done that. And uh, we have just a great paddle community here locally. We have such great water, you know, that, that the paddle community is yeah. awesome. So they've, they've supported the organization through just entry fees in the races. And, um, and there we developed, uh, I'm going to kind of get into the whole story here now, but we, we developed this whole program, you know, of, uh, you know, creating balance in your life, uh, putting your oar in the water to move yourself forward when you're moving forward. It's I love easier it. to have awesome. balance, you know, you got to do it under your own power. You got to put your eye on the horizon. You got to have some goals, you know, and. And the reality that people fall off, you know, yeah. and, and you don't have an option. You got to get back. Get back on, on or sink. And, yeah. yeah. So, so paddle boarding is like that. That it's an amazing analogy. Practical application of what these guys are talking about in group every day. Right. You know? So, uh, so it was awesome. So it was just great. And then, you know, after doing it a couple years, uh, I don't know why it took me a couple years, but I realized, you know, th these are lessons not just for people with addiction issues, Everyone, you know, yeah. everybody's got, you know, these balance issues and, 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 you know, needs some, needs to get outside more, needs to exercise more, needs to engage with their community more. So I said, well, and it was about the time that the Florida bar was finally kind of coming around to the idea of mental health being mental important, health yeah. being an issue, you know? So, um, so I, I wrote a CLE, you know, and, and, and just incorporated those exact same issues, right. you know, I just kind of pulled out, uh, you know, some, some legal stuff to go along with it. And, uh, um, the Pinellas, uh, association of women lawyers were kind of like the first group to get on board with sure. it. And, and we've done a, we've done an outing with them like every year. How many outings um, do you do a year? How many events do you do in a year? Um, it varies and, and I've, and I've really kind of cut it back to just a few events a sure. year, um, in one big race. I do you do. have anybody helping you or are you doing this all yourself? I, I do it all myself. Well, my, when I put on a race, I, I have a, a buddy of mine that helps and my family. Yeah. Uh, my, my, you know, we always joke, you know, my, my, my daughters write the numbers on people's legs. My wife is the queen of registration, checking everybody in. My son moves the buoys around the course. You know, it's, it's a good... But what a great experience for your kids too. Yeah, like that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I I've always had this idea, and I haven't been sure how to implement it. But I've always wanted to make charitable acts easier because everybody says they want to do it, but no one knows how to get started. Yeah, yeah. And I've always had this idea of like almost like an Uber or a whatever, where you can go on, you can put in your address, and it tells you here are all the things within a five mile radius, ten mile radius. This one requires your time, this one's money, this is yeah. for animals, this is for whatever. And I, I think that if it was easier to get into, that people might do more of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but and, and thinking about that too, is for my kid, they're still a little bit young yet, yet. I brought them to Salvation Army on Thanksgiving and stuff, but they're still a little bit young to kind of understand what it is. But I just think that's so, so important from such an early oh, age. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really cool that you've kind of yeah. done this thing as a family thing. And yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a great family thing to just kind of show show them the importance of giving back, and then and showing like like this like I said this paddle community. It's just a bunch of cool people, you know. We hang out with lawyers too much, sure, you know. So to get outside of that and to have have that interest has has been great. I, th I think I've asked you this before, but did you know Pat Klemowicz and his dad? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. So sure. I grew up. It's so funny because I grew up. We weren't friends, but we always kind of had mutual friends. Right. And he was this mousy guy, didn't say two words, but I remember he always had a guitar yeah. and he was always off practicing his guitar. Right. 
and just very quiet and shy. And then, God, about five or six years ago, it was one of the first Gasparilla music festivals. I was there with friends from high school, and they're like, yeah, Pat's band is playing. And I was like, who's Pat? And they're like, Pat Klemowicz. And out comes Thor right. on this, I mean, yeah, yeah. built like a brick shit house. Yeah, yeah. And he's a, he's a doctor. He speaks Portuguese. Yeah. He plays like these bizarre, exotic instruments. That he builds himself. That he builds himself. Yeah. He's a world champion paddleboarder. Yeah. And I was just like... I immediately had like a midlife crisis. Like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, that this yeah, guy is yeah, just like yeah. occupying like the top yeah, tier of all yeah. these areas. If you really want to feel good about yourself, you can go watch him do a thousand pull-ups this week. Oh, weekend. I'm that's, that's certain, yeah. Agenda, I mean, his brother Chris was at the state attorney's was, office. Yeah. And it's funny because you would, and no, no insult to Chris, but right. you would never guess the two of them were brothers. Patrick's his own unique individual. Yeah, so, yeah. And he's a great guy. And, and that, you know, one of the cool things about being in this paddle community, uh, the hip abduction played the parties all the time. Oh, my God. I love that band. Before they had albums, we were having them come down and play our race, you know, and uh, it was just awesome. I have a pretty, pretty, uh, I would say, unique taste in music, but... As far as background music, and I don't know if that, that comes off the way it's intended, but with my kids, I can put on hip abduction radio yeah. and listen to it straight through. There's not a bad song. It right. puts oh, me in a good, good. mood. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I love that band yeah. so much. I've seen them line up live about five or six times. And then I became friends with uh, John Holt, who mm -hmm. replaced uh, Pat when Pat left right. the band. Right. And now Pat and John are playing in Danfield together. Yeah. And they, uh, you know, they're they're... It's just awesome because I think I think Pat even told or taught John how to play the I forget what it's called I want to say Missoni but that's not what it is. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, very interesting. And the dad, the dad who's got to be pushing sixty at this point is doing all these. Uh, oh, he, yeah, he's pushing seventy, and and he and Pat will go over to Hawaii to these you know inner island. And they're going like island to island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, Have you ever done like deep? Deep water paddleboarding. I, I I've I've paddled across the bay is as deep as I. Oh can. really? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. No, I haven't done that crazy stuff. I remember it was at Oktoberfest here in Tampa, and uh, we were sitting there, and it was Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown yeah. comes up, and he's you know he's always doing these yeah. crazy yeah. things too. Does he still do that stuff? Is he I like... haven't seen him, and, and he he was never really a racer kind sure. of guy. Sure. Yeah. He's you know Pat. He's kind of his uh, own person. His own thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, the paddleboarding thing is so cool, but then there's another thing that you've been uh, doing lately that I want to talk about, and you wrote a book, yeah, and yeah. you've been doing these things on the on the TikTok yeah, and they've right. kind of populated yeah, your yeah. Uh, other venues. But t tell me about your book a little bit. So, uh, well, the book sprung from uh, the CLE that I was doing with lawyers. So I I really I recognized that I, I had this. Uh, this body of, of knowledge and this approach to uh, really what was becoming professional, you know, a focus on professionalism. And I said, well, why don't I, why don't I write a book, you know, based upon these, you know, kind of five tenets that we just talked about. And, uh, and I, I wrote it and I wrote it and I wrote it and it was written like a lawyer writes things. So I got a friend of mine who's a good writer to help me rewrite it. And, uh, and, and it and so, it was it was great, but it, I reckon it was about a third of a book, right? You know, and then so and then I had, I had this bad habit of taking pictures. You of and Brian Camarino, people yeah, at the courthouse, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, um, you know, people just 
you know, you're just you, you see no longer, you see some amazing things. You see, you're no longer shocked by it, or even you know, it's just you know, you're like, all right, you got an important day here at court, and this is what you chose to wear. You know? Yeah. So I just started asking people if I could take their picture, and they're proud of it. You know, and they think it's so, funny. Yeah. They think it's funny, and so I took took these pictures, and I'm like. Yeah, but that's not really a book either, um, but uh, that's about a third of a book. And so then I said, all right, well, why don't, I, why don't I research the science behind what you should wear to impress people and to give yourself a professional edge? And, um, and I'm not a fashion expert, but I'm like, I can look at the science to see what science says that we should wear to the courthouse. So I wrote a third of a book on that and put it all together. Did you change how you conduct yourself at all as you were researching? Did you? Well, it definitely puts pressure on me. You yeah. Know? You can't show up like me to court. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, everybody's got to be themselves. Sure. I think, you yeah. Know? And, 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 uh, and for me, you know, a good conservative uh, look, uh, it, it, it suits. It suits me. Well, you know, I said it, and I, I, I hope it landed the way it was intended. But when I say you're a throwback, I yeah. mean, you, you, you are, you are. I, I was trying to think. For some reason, you and Dick Watts were the only two names that I could come out. <laughs> well, and, and, I appreciate being in that company. Well, you know. you're just gentlemen but, in a in yeah. an age that doesn't really exist too much in this country, and you know, even in the current social political, so you know, there's been kind of a veering away from being a gentleman, for, yeah. you know, and... But I, I really think that uh, professionalism and manners, for, for me, they're stress management. Um, you know, we got a lot of stress in our jobs and whatever I can do to kind of uh, mitigate that stress, uh, you know, I, I, I embrace. And, and, and simplifying, you know, the idea, all right, I'm going to court, I'm, I'm wearing a white shirt and a blue suit, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being polite, I'm being courteous, and I'm preparing, and um, so, so to me, the professionalism, the manners is, is really stress management. Well, it's, it's true. Do you know who Jocko Willink is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I bought his book, but his, he's got a couple books that have come out since then, but he had this one, it was Discipline is Freedom, when wow. you kind of can achieve a routine of habit it frees you up to yeah. focus on other things yeah, and yeah, so right. like you're saying the the white shirt i, I remember because i was did you do trial team at stetson uh, no i was no. trial team at yeah. stetson and they always said you want a white shirt and a dark suit to frame your face because yeah. you want the jury you want whoever you're talking to to be looking at your face right, right. and not your whatever your pocket square or whatever the yeah, thing may be yeah, yeah. so uh well how was that received i mean have you did the well, notice uh, a difference in how you're treated by the state or by your clients, or I, I think it makes a difference. Um, you know, it uh, it it certainly makes me feel positive about myself, um, and I think that translates. And um, uh, I don't know. You tell me. You know, you 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 see you see the the reputation in the community. I don't, I don't know. It's hard well, no, I, I love it. I love it. And it's funny too, because it's, it's very um, opposite of how I conduct myself. And I kind of have an ebb and flow between being proud of it and, and being, uh, uh, well, one, I, I, you're authentic, you well, know, and, and I think authenticity takes you a long way. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I think, I think it's crucial. Um, you know, 
Well, my, th- you know, one of the, my thing I always tell my wife is like, I'm not spending any money on something I have to wear to work. Like, I'll buy f- <laughs> 15 pairs of Air Jordans or whatever else yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, but I, 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 anything I buy for work, I buy on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, as far as with your business, you know, one of the we we a little bit before the show started, yeah. we were talking about Gary Vaynerchuk and social media, and uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. For those of you who don't know, he's I don't know what you'd call him. You call him a motivational speaker or a consulting person, and he's half the time I think he's full of shit, and I can't I yeah. can't figure out if he even knows what he's saying. But uh, sometimes he uh, seems spot on, and one of the one of the things that he's been one of the kicks he's been on lately is that for marketing your business, two of the the best avenues is TikTok and LinkedIn. And I got on LinkedIn years ago when it came out and then just set it and forget it. I've started to more now try and implement it. But TikTok, you know, you are the only person that I've seen do it remotely well. Uh, and you, you know, you told me on your drive to work, you your drive to school, you have your daughter video you and yeah, talk yeah, about that a little yeah. bit. So I've, I've got a, a 13 year old who has a TikTok account is how I found out about it. And, um, and then, so I like to be a creative person. So, uh, you know, writing the book or making music or whatever, you know, and so I'm like, well, you know, what, what can I do with, with TikTok? I wanted to do more video and I said, let's, let's, let's just shoot some video in the car driving. That seems like a natural kind of approachable place. I hate lawyer videos where it's a guy sitting at the desk with the diploma in the background um, talking and you know, it just puts me to sleep. So why, why not do something that, you know, it's, it's, you know, at most it's a minute, it's short, it's to the point, it's, it's natural. It's just uh, easy communication and something fun to do with my kid. Have you gotten any response from it? 13-year-old girls. Um, <laughs> yeah. My dad got a DUI. <laughs> What's your phone number? Yeah, all, all, all my kids' friends, uh, they, they, they love it. They, it makes them laugh. Um, uh, beyond that, I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm st- I've only been doing it a month, you know. So. Well, but I think, you know, that like, like how I got into this podcast, and I, I think maybe you've seen some of the videos that we've done on social media, you know, it occurred to me at a certain point that we have a – as I think it's it's uniform to all businesses, but you know my experience as a lawyer is we have a, a imperfect formula for how we market ourselves, and what we do is we look at what other lawyers are doing. Yeah. yeah. So what ends up happening is there's just everybody doing the same thing. Right. So how do you set yourself apart? And so I started to have kind of this thought. Well, what do restaurants do? Is there a way that yeah. I could market like a restaurant? What do bars do? Could I market like a bar? What do radio stations do? And you know, it's a it's a it's a journey, and I haven't had any yeah. great catharsis. But setting yourself apart or having a breadth of you know between the book, you're 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 showing yourself as an authority in the field. Yeah. TikTok, you're appealing to someone outside of the lane that you might normally be in. All these things together, I think, in the aggregate, kind of help get your message across. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I mean, if you're comfortable doing it and it's coming across like you want to come across, why, why not do it? You know? Yeah, and your website was amazing too. I remember you had all these great infographics on. Do you still have that? Yeah, yeah, I try to put those out there. That's awesome. Uh, just, to, just to help people. Um, yeah, because you know, people get arrested, there's so much information out there um, and, 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 some, and so much, you know, scare information or, you know, I don't know. I try to dispel all that, you know, make, make people see there's a way to handle it that that's appropriate and, and get you through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny cause I started out as a Pinellas attorney, you know, I was a prosecutor there and I practiced over in Pinellas and then around 2008, I moved over to Tampa 
And now coming to Pinellas, I feel like I'm treated like a, a Tampa attorney a little bit. Uh, have you noticed kind of any evolution over there from what it was when you were a prosecutor to present? I mean, you've pretty no. much been under Bernie during the entirety yeah. of his career. Yeah. They just finally got emails. Yeah, no, uh, there, there, there really has been no evolution. You know, I, I do, I do like the joke that uh, shopping or going to the Pinellas County Courthouse is like going to Publix. Going to the Hillsborough Hillsborough County Courthouse is like going to the Turkish Bazaar. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you never know what you're going to get, and if you don't like it, just come back a month. Yeah, later. it's just where, chaos. Yeah. It, yeah, and where Pinellas, it's very consistent. Uh, you know, time <laughs> after after time. Um, yeah, they don't have email. The, the communication is horrible, um, and uh, yeah, there there has there hasn't been any. Now you talked about Flip Coleman and you talked about yeah. Mike Andrews. Have you ever yeah. thought about getting on the bench? Uh, I've thought about it, but I don't think it suits my. Uh, I think you'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, I mean, it might I be a pay, that, might be uh, a pay cut, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, I don't. It, it, I guess my thought is I don't have the to do. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to do felony work because mm -hmm. um, I, I just wouldn't want to make those sentences. Stakes are high, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't want to do county work just because of the repetitive nature. There's monotony, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I do think it'd be nice to kind of do some county court work and work with young attorneys and kind of help train them up through the process. Uh, that's appealing to me, but um, I don't know. I like what I do, you know. Yeah. I like I like uh, helping the individual person, you know, on a one-on-one -on -one basis. That's my Have you set any marks as far as retirement or, you know, or any ideas? That... I, I haven't. Um, Though I'm I'm 53 now, so I need to start thinking about it. And but my health has been good. I you know I, I just, I'm sure the paddleboarding helps a lot. Paddleboarding helps, but uh, yeah, you know. Got to get the kids out of the house through get, college, yeah, and then, yeah. well, like Jim Beach, you know, I, I know he just kind of closed down. And uh, this building that I, I'm in, uh, I didn't buy it from him. There was an owner in between, but it was Pete Macaluso, who I don't know if yeah, you know. Yeah. And so some of these guys I see, and they're doing it, you know, in their mid to late 70s, and. It, I, that scares me and, yeah, and no, yeah. no denigration to them at all. I mean, it's great, but I just, I don't know that I could, I, I want to have something else in my life. That's after I want there to be another chapter from this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I, I don't want to be working then, but the, the nice thing about our job is if we, if we want to, we can. Yeah. Be, you know? Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing this year. Well, you do a great job of it. Uh, you know, I know you're well-respected in the community by the state, your clients, the judges, and uh, that's not easy, especially in the county that you practice in. So, well, the county that you primary, primarily practice in. But anyway, thank you so much for coming by. It was a pleasure yeah, talking to you. Yeah. Uh, if people want to find you, do you want to give them your uh, website or your... Yeah, well, I'm pretty much at Bruce Denson on about everything. Okay. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh TikTok. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, e easy to find all the, the densonfirm.com is the website. If, uh, if you, uh, one thing about professionalism, if, if I could, that we've got a great professionalism seminar coming up February 28th. Sure. Uh, down at Stetson College of Law. Um, and I kind of think these professionalism seminars, uh, it, it's kind of like taking a shower, you know, it just, it, they feel good and you need to do it on a regular basis. Um, so I'd encourage everybody to come out to that. If you've been practicing less than five years, it's free. Okay. Um, it's a hundred bucks for everybody else, but we've got Scott Neal, who's one of, uh, 
the uh, uh, 12 Strong, the horseback soldiers that went into Africa. Oh, yeah, that movie. I didn't yeah. see the movie, but I yeah. know about the movie, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the featured speaker. Oh, wow. And uh, and they've got a bourbon company, so we've got a bourbon oh, wow. afterward. Um, Is it like a multi-day event? No, it's just Friday afternoon, uh, February 28th, down at Stetson. CLE hours? Four CLE hours in professionalism, which okay. are hard to get. Yeah. And, uh, and these, these, this is going to be... <laughs> I always joke with time. friends about people who buy the CLE hours for professionalism yeah. and then leave the office while yeah. it's playing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like lying in church. You're not, you're just, right. yeah, yeah, it doesn't no, work. No, this, this is, this is the good way to get those, those hours. So, um, well, that's awesome. Yeah, come out and do it. Very cool. Well, again, thank you so much. And if you're listening, uh, Bruce has been, uh, a, a great example in, 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 my you know uh, career and uh he's just a great guy and a great attorney so if you're looking for somebody he's a he's a great choice thank you so much talk to you later yeah, thanks